All right, welcome back, Art World. <laughs> we are coming to you from the Pacific Palisades. To my left is Miss Art World. What's up, everyone? And we have a special guest, Johanna Stavrakaki. Yes, perfect. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Got it, nailed it. <laughs> All right. Um, she is incredible. She is an artist originally from Canada, um, then lived in New York, and um, has been in Los Angeles for the past three years. Yes. Um, and you also own a art apparel company. Women's activewear Women's company. activewear, but where art meets activewear. Yes, exactly. So cool. Um, so we have so many things we want to talk to you about. Uh, thank you for being on and welcoming us into your home. Thank you for having me. On. Especially because, so we, this is the first time that we have met you. And I was looking for people that I thought would be really interesting to have on the podcast that are outside of my normal reach of artists that I know. And I just, I am so grateful for you to respond to my message and be like, of course I'll be on your podcast. Not even knowing like who we are, what we're doing, just like totally up for whatever. Um, It's great. I really appreciated that. No, thank you for reaching out. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about like where you came from, your past education, how you got to here. I'm originally from Ottawa, Canada, and I did a Bachelor in Fine Arts in New York. Art has always been part of my life. My family has been artists, so it's kind of in my blood. Um, I did, um, after my degree, I did a master's in art history. I wanted to be an art curator, but then I decided I prefer to do my own artwork. <laughs> and um, after that, I got. I was also into fitness. I did. Um, I don't know if you know bodybuilding competitions mm-hmm. and figure. So I was a figure co- competitor for about seven years. That's awesome. And after I finally stopped, I decided that there was such a disconnect between my love of art and fitness. I wanted to create something that would, you know, meld them both together in, in a nice way. So I created my brand, Thenos okay. Activewear. Um, and I produce everything here in Los Angeles, and my art is still a very constant thing. I produce at least one canvas a month or more, um, and I just made the move. I just took the risk and jumped and went for it. Is there anything that enticed you to come to LA? I would say, it's kind of <laughs> funny, I actually never had a, I never wanted to come to Los Angeles. I had no desire. That's okay. I had, yeah, I had, actually, yeah, I had no desire to be a movie star yeah. or anything. I had no desire to come and see Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. But I would have to say, because I started doing production of my company here in Los Angeles, I kind of fell in love with LA mm-hmm. after a while. And then the art and how it's so diverse. And I was like, you know what? Really, this place is really growing on me now. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of how I came here, really, from the beginning. And you're still enjoying it's incredible. it? I am still enjoying it. Okay. I think every year it gets better, and it just feels a lot more like home mm-hmm. every year, for sure. That's great. Yeah. I think it's really interesting that um, you got your uh, master's in art history. Yeah. Was there a certain time period that you were interested in, or that you had to have a thesis on? I was doing a thesis on Hieronymus Bosch. Um, and it was almost, my teachers were, um, not feminine, did a lot of feminism, like feminist women's studies kind of professors. 
So I had a thesis tied in for Honoris Bosch and how he viewed women in his paintings. Oh, interesting. Wow. And so that was my thesis. Um, but uh, I kind of stopped <laughs> after the second year in mm -hmm. my degree and I just decided it wasn't for me and I wanted to produce my own work. I, I'm a very, um, I like to express myself, I'm an emotional artist and I really just, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be an artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Besides. It's brave to take that step. It is. Yeah. It was difficult too. I mean, I have to say, like, it was all women in my class, and they were brutal. Like those women. Really? Oh man, they were. Because I came from an art background, they came from um, art theory background. Totally different views. Really? Completely. So they would penalize me and all kinds of things, and I got nervous. And because I had to talk all the time, I was a teacher assistant. Um, I would teach the undergrads class, the professor would teach the whole, um, the auditorium classes, and then I would go in and teach the little classes after doing the work, and mm -hmm. that was difficult on its own, but it just wasn't something that was I was made for, yeah. for sure. So what is really um, the big difference with art theory versus practicing art? I never took art theory. <laughs> um, it's more technical. Okay. It's more coming from a technical um philosophy okay kind of background yes does that almost is that, does that make sense yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I a lot that's... of uh <laughs> critics uh yes very um they study art theory heavily yeah um does that almost make you more frustrated like as an artist to have someone yeah. judge your work who's not practicing it as an artist well and that's typical yeah. like a lot of critics really? are not practicing artists is my boy a Jerry Bear? I don't know. Mm. You, uh, Jerry Saltz. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> she loves him. <laughs> Shouts to you, Jerry. Um, I don't think he is. I took a, a class in my MFA uh -huh. program uh, from a critic, and he was a practicing artist, but it was almost like you had to make a choice what you're going to be successful in. Because really? Yeah. If you're a critic and you're making art, a lot of artists will tear your art apart and it makes you less... Um, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Reputable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. It was pretty It was pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could imagine that would have been a really hard change. I mean, even the language was different. Yeah. I couldn't understand half the things they would talk about mm -hmm. at times. So I was like, yep, okay. <laughs> I could, yeah. yeah, I could see that being really difficult coming yeah, from the absolutely. art background. Because I would see the painting and I'm like, oh, and this is expressed this way. And I could see the colors and this, yeah. and this symbolizes this. And they're like, no, 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 no. This is what this means. And I'm like... <laughs> Okay, sure, yeah. So did they look at it almost more technical? Yeah. Too? Instead of like as, I feel like most artists look at things like, what is the artist's experience found, speaking on yeah. the human side? found the emotion mm -hmm. was taken away from it. Wow, okay. Yeah, it was all about theory and, you know, all those things. Yeah. It's just, it was very different. That's tough. Yeah. Which I, this is so interesting. It's probably, I don't know if you would agree, but um, so we talk about the art world and snobbiness. Mm -hmm. And I feel like art theory definitely has a very snobby, highbrow, opinionated view on art, the art world versus like an artist is usually a little bit more accepting mm -hmm. of other people's art and what they're trying to do and say, I don't know if you would agree with that or not, but... No, I, I agree, actually. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. you're right about that one. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I would imagine, because even every artist that I've come in contact with just through doing this podcast... <laughs> so <laughs> Essentially. Poor. So poor. <laughs> but you hear them say, like, I think Ryan mentioned, like, 
is there really such thing as bad art? Because everything someone is creating is cool and unique to them. You know, it means something to them. So it's still important. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. So there's I a mean, lack of snobbiness. Yeah. <laughs> but. There is definitely some bad art out there. I know. I, I, I know. agree. Yeah. <laughs> but he, has, he definitely but, made a point. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. So can you talk a little bit about your artwork? And since we are on a podcast, maybe describe what we're looking at. You have this big piece, which we will post on our Instagram at Art World Podcast. Good job. Thank you. I messed that up last time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I find my art kind of, um, as artists, we develop, right? We change. And I went from more of like a very painterly-like artist Mm -hmm. to this more modern raw shape oriented with mixed media boldness I guess canvas Mm -hmm. which is something I never did before until I came to LA I just it's kind of like I was very inspired by graffiti artists when I came here oh so it's pretty new this this is new this style is new this is like maybe the next last two years it's been evolving very cool. And this is the one, the most one I've worked recently, and it's definitely, it's taking elements of my old um, kind of style, mm-hmm. mixing it with the new, mm-hmm. which I've noticed. And it's more of a, I mean, some of the pieces behind you guys there um, are more in your face and aggressive and very bold, and you know they got the words and it's intense. But then this one's got more of a, a tenderness to it. Mm-hmm. That these I ones, definitely see that. I think a tenor is mm-hmm. the best way to describe it um, to it. So, yeah. So, um, some of the smaller pieces, are these aren't mixed media, are they? They're all mixed media. Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are the materials that you're so using? So, it's acrylic and uh, collage. There is um, uh, felt marker in there as well. Yeah, acrylic, collage, and felt marker. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then this one, I actually put um, metal spikes as oh, well wow. inside the flowers. That's a new thing. I like that a lot. Yeah. It looks I, really cool. I was so afraid it wasn't going to stick. I was uh-huh. like, please, 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 please. <laughs> and then it finally did. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> wow. And I guess the whole idea behind that was that because it's a flower, mm-hmm. you know, things can be beautiful, but they can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. So you have, to wa- like you, have, you have to watch out. Yeah. I feel like that is a... Uh trend in your pieces is that they are beautiful but they're also dangerous like the one that i'm looking at has a female that is has you know blonde hair and breasts and um looks like she's being attacked by zombies yeah right (laughs) and there's like bang and eat me and neon um, yeah letters i'm blind there's people kissing in the background and it is high energy, and she—you can tell the main figure is beautiful, but then mm-hmm. there's also this aggressive attacking of this beauty, and I like the combination of both. I think it's kind of like our world. There's so much beautiful in our world, but there's so much like there's frightening things. Mm-hmm. You gotta be—I find life. You have to be careful. Not everything seems as what it is, and you have to be careful in who you trust and who you—you know—it's. Kind of like life, I think, really. And I think I've grown a lot as I moved here. I learned a lot about that. Because L.A. definitely is a place where you have to be careful in, you know, Mm -hmm. people aren't as they seem. Did you come here knowing anyone? 
No. Okay. So wow. that's got to be that element of No, and I think fear. For, as a Canadian, I don't know, people always tell me, like, oh, you're so nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I'm like, is that not normal for people not, not to be nice? Not in LA. <laughs> not in LA. Yeah. But that's what I learned. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so now I've learned, you know, you got to build, especially as a business owner, you got to have a thick skin, and I've learned those things. Mm-hmm. But it was a learning curve for sure when mm-hmm. I came here. Yeah. How This is off topic, but how do you think people relate here versus when you were in New York? Hmm. There's a difference, I say, in the East Coast and the West Coast. Yeah. Um, I find in the East Coast, people are very straightforward. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, can you swear in here? Can yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> swear it up. And, and, I, and I find they're just, they're, they're, there's, no, there's no bullshit. Yeah. I find here in LA, um, they can be straightforward but there's all something hidden, I find. There's a fakeness. Not everyone is fake. Mm-hmm. That's not true. There are some really great people here, and I've made some amazing friends who are my best friends. But you, I find here there can be a lot of fakeness mm-hmm. in, yeah. in people. Yeah, you kind of have to dig through the You do. You do like, have to dig yeah. through the Figure bullshit. out what they're actually trying exactly. to say. It's exactly. It's like, who are you? What do you have? Yeah. Like, What can you offer? You know? mm-hmm. But that's kind of what I've learned. It's, so you just kind of just play it by ear and just kind of go with the flow, I guess. Yeah. On things. Do, you, do you make it back to Ottawa often? I was there in November oh, visiting cool. my family. Awesome. Yeah. I don't go as often. I have yeah. to say, I don't, I find it more interesting to be here. Yeah. <laughs> it's cold. It is a beautiful city though uh-huh. in uh, the springtime and the summer, but in the winter it's, it's freezing. I don't want to be there yeah. in the winter time. I'm completely <laughs> like digressing the conversation now, but yeah, that's okay. I have like such a fascination with Ottawa because of my event background. Um, they did like this huge celebration for the hundredth year of the city. Last oh year wow! Okay, with, like they had these huge moving yeah. art pieces. The spider going through oh, the yes. town. Oh yeah, I was insane. I saw um, that. Yes. And so I, I know all the people behind it. McCann and Boyer. so I'm like, I want to go there so bad. It's a beautiful. So I'm making a trip soon. <laughs> I have to say, Ottawa has a lot of art in it. Yeah, it has a lot of great food. Um, a lot of things are popping up now more so. They're making it more metropolitan, mm-hmm. like more touristy. They went, they fixed the malls. We have a bigger store of Nordstrom. We have all these big places now. Awesome. So it is a beautiful city. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I grew up there. It's so it's like Exactly. <laughs> it's how I feel about like here. I'm like, meh. Yeah. What's there to do? People come here? <laughs> and, uh, I find that when I came to LA is when I really started to find myself. Which I mean, I've lived. I've lived in Europe as well. My family's from Greece. Wow. Okay. Um, I lived in Italy. Lived in Spain for a long time. Um, so I've experienced those things. But I find that LA really brought what was inside me out. I guess mm-hmm. uh, made made me grow. Mm-hmm. Especially being here alone. That's, no, no family. Yeah. So it Definitely. helped me grow. Yeah. 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 Well, we're excited you're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I want to dive into your apparel line as well. Um, so Stenos, Stenos, Stenos uh, Activewear. Stenos Activewear. Yes. Um, so a lot of those pieces seem to be inspired by street art. Uh, actually the paintings behind, the paintings? behind you. So oh, that awesome. piece there with the lips, that's mm-hmm. called Concrete Jungle. That was our newest print. Very cool. That came out very, like actually very recently. Yeah. Um, and that was inspired, yeah, that piece was inspired by street art. I saw the show um, Beyond the Streets mm-hmm. at downtown last summer, and uh, I just was inspired, and I created the piece, and the, I kind of designed, because everything I do, I, I design also all the pieces mm-hmm. um, for Stenos, and just kind of came together. Yeah, they're great. They're so cute. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 
I, I love them. Yeah, thank you. I wear you. a lot of activewear, and they, like, mesh going all, like, up more. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they're, like... So cute. Like, sexy and cool. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and we... I'm really a uh, stickler on, like, quality and product and right sourcing, mm-hmm. how it feels, how it fits. Like, it should fit very well. It should breathe well. All those are really important factors. Yeah. I think it's great, too, because one thing that I think we found common with um, every artist we've spoken to... Those that have been really successful have a business mindset and can get their things in on time and write well and do all that. And yeah. You're doing all of it. That's awesome. It's funny, though, because I didn't come from at all from a business background. Really? At all. I didn't take any business in school. Mm-hmm. Um, my my parents are, are doctors. Okay. My brother, is, um, my, brother is, my brother was a doctor, but my other brother was an artist played music so we, we were the artist brains but I had to learn I basically yeah. learned from experience and you know trial and error yeah mm-hmm. how to be a business person a business woman you know um, so that's kind of where we from. yeah that's awesome though yeah you, you do what you have to do exactly to yeah 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 and I did I, I I forced myself to go downtown learn production learn what the names or pieces are called mm-hmm. different stitching different fabrics like I had to learn everything do you, and this might be a really dumb question. So, mm-hmm. so I know you design it, but do you also sew it or do you send that? I send it out. Send it out. Yeah, I can't sew. Um, I got into a uh, fashion design school in mm-hmm. Ottawa. Um, it was the Richard Robinson School of Fashion Design in mm-hmm. Ottawa. I got it for my designs, but when it came to sewing, <laughs> I failed miserably. Oh. Um, and I just couldn't do it. I Patterns could, and sewing I is could not so sew. difficult. Yeah. So I, went, I ended up going to do fine arts instead. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? It's not for me. Let's go with the yeah. other route. I've taken a sewing class in my MFA uh-huh. program and uh, I passed. Yeah. But I could not do anything that I learned today. Yeah. It's it's difficult. It's so hard. It's mm-hmm. so hard. Even like, I had to take a class for oh. merchandising. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like the show's Project Runway. I'm just like, wow. It's how, incredible. How do they do that? Like, I'm just like. I can't do it, but you know, everyone's good at something. Yeah. yeah. How long have you had your um, athletic wear business? So I spent about three years just um, researching, mm-hmm. um, finding the right production, uh, you know, fabric, sourcing, everything, um, branding it properly before I launched it. So it's about, I launched it in about 2016 officially, and now mm-hmm. I just now I actually started marketing. Okay. Um, we were in a magazine called, um, oh my God, I'm now drawing a blank, uh, <laughs> Civilian Magazine, mm. uh, just recently, the launch from New York, they're like a big fashion brand, wow. uh, brand, the fashion magazine, and we were in there, so it started to pick up now, but I didn't put, I didn't put that effort into the marketing until I knew everything was lined up and perfect, ready to go, because there's so many things that can happen, like you have to make sure your brand is on point. Yeah. Because you can't really go backwards. Mm-hmm. Once you're out there. Definitely. Yeah. Well, so. you're doing an incredible job. It looks great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be sure to post um, some of your images, tag you, and then um, if you're comfortable to put what inspired yeah. the pieces in the same. Of course. Yeah. 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 No. Cool. Yeah. I'm having, um, I'm having an art show uh, May 18th in Beverly Hills. Oh, really? Awesome. So we'll be we'll there. Go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have about 15 pieces or more. That's why I'm kind of working on all these. I have more canvases yeah, to go. That's but, so exciting. Um, um, D- Disruptive Canvas okay. is helping me put the show on together. Um, and they're great. They're amazing. You can find them on um, Instagram. They have a, they have all our artists from all over, kind of all over the world. Mm-hmm. I guess he, uh, they bring artists 
from uh, Europe to the United States, and they bring U.S. artists to Europe as well to show. So they have some amazing, amazing artists on their roster. Is it a gallery space or more of a company that works with artists? They are now building a gallery space. Okay. They are just, um, they're just working on that now. But uh, they're helping me put together the show. So we're going to have, um, you know, invite a bunch of people and then uh, have a sponsor for drinks. And it's, my fir- it's basically my first big show here in L.A. as an artist. Like That's I've had, exciting. That's really I had exciting. them in Ottawa. I had them in, like, New York. But mm-hmm. this is, like, my first LA real show. L.A. solo show coming out as an artist. Because a lot of people don't know that this was my first. This is my degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had someone write to me, like, it's like you're posting a lot of paintings lately. I'm like... Yeah, and he's like, is that really what you do? I'm like, I'm like, yes, it's my degree. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I find people don't read the descriptions anymore mm-hmm. on Instagram or anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. It's right there. It's yeah. written. But they just don't. Do you also feel that um, because you are a fitness, blonde, beautiful woman, do you feel that they don't connect art to you always? Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. They're like, no, no, you can't be an artist. Like, you're too pretty for that. And you're like, what? I mean, well, and you've even mentioned people have come up to Tyler before. We'll be at a, uh, so my husband, um, we'll be at a gallery opening and I'll have a piece there or I'll be performing. Yeah. And they will go up to him and he's always suited up. And they'll be like, oh, you're the artist, right? And he's like, no, she's literally performing right now. Like, <laughs> that's right their artist. <laughs> Why? Would, but because he's a male and. Yeah. They, they think like, oh, she's the model that the artist has hired to do the, the work. Yeah, exactly. So frustrating. <laughs> yeah, that would make me angry too. It's, that's why I made my art page because I wasn't getting the, the I mean, I'd post art on my own personal page mm-hmm. and I was just, I wasn't getting the response I wanted. I was like, yeah, that's not, no. <laughs> like I, if I post like a bikini picture or something like, yes, a thousand likes. Yeah. I was just like that all day, right? Mm-hmm. But I kind of, you know, I like to be seen as what I, what I love to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. your passion. I mean, I, mean I, I still like to be fit and like to model. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But this is, art is my passion. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. And this piece that we're looking at, it's big. How, do you know how big that piece is? I think it's 30. 46 by 26? I could be wrong. I have to measure it. <laughs> I did measure at one point. Um, it's a pretty big piece. Uh, it's the biggest I've tackled in a while, actually. And I can see the art history side of you in it because yeah. of the larger figures that are within the cityscape. Um, so you have Venus. Yes. So this kind of ties with the time I was living in Italy. Mm. So I wanted to bring the elements of the Renaissance into a modern world mm-hmm. as well. It's a, uh, it's a very personal piece to me as well. As, my, as well. Um, I had a, a very, someone very close to me who um, committed suicide two years ago, who was from Italy. And uh, this is kind of um, a piece for him. Oh, yeah. That's, so that's very special. Which I'm bringing the elements of Italy and the old world into the new world, but uh, these pieces reminded me of him mm-hmm. at the time because I would, as I was in Italy, I was also studying. I was studying um, at a school there, and we had to go see all the all the works in the Uffizi Gallery and all the you know in Florence and all the places. And so this just brings me back to when that time was. Okay. Yeah, 
And all my work is very um, personal, really. Mm -hmm. Symbolic and personal. Do you, when you have your show in May, do you um, incorporate the story within like your artist statement or your labels, or is it just what the viewer comes and I takes away from I kind of like just the viewer to see, want to feel what they feel and see what they want to see, but some pieces I might explain it. Like the ones in the back, I don't think I'm going to explain <laughs> that one. Um, <laughs> But this one I could probably explain because it's it's a tribute to my yeah. friend. Yeah, it's great that you find time to still paint and do your business. Seriously, and then I don't know how I have to. <laughs> I find like I lose my mind if I yeah. don't. Like it's just it's just part of me, and I feel like if I don't do it, I don't feel like myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not being true to myself, who I am. Um, so I try to make time for that. Is painting your de-stressor or I would say lifting weights and painting okay. yeah because yeah. Yeah, I, I train a lot um yeah I would say going to the gym working out lifting weights and painting is my de-stressor I can't meditate I can't do yoga <laughs> I just I have a hard time calming my my mind and I find when I'm lifting or I'm painting my mind is silent and I just focus on what I have to do mm -hmm. yeah that totally way. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What I, do. I can't do yoga either. <laughs> it's too boring. <laughs> I know. Exactly. I like Pilates way better. Yes, I just feel exactly. like a burn. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm working out. You're exactly. Exactly. Same way. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. That's very cool. Yes. I'm, I'm excited for your show. How many pieces are you I'm gonna have bringing in? 15. 15. Okay. okay. Um, but I'm going to have a few large, very large pieces. So I have this canvas, another large canvas, and then a really big piece I brought from Canada, okay. which I actually have to re-stretch on stretcher bars. Which is a whole wow. other Which process. is a whole other process. And it's, it's, it's an oil too. Okay. So I'm like, I have to find someone who's really good at doing that mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, please don't ruin my painting. <laughs> so, um, wait, what you... goes into stretching a piece? So, cause it's rolled up to, tra okay. to make it to tra um, travel easier. And so basically you're, when you stretch the canvas, there's tension, right? So yeah. this is all stretched. The tension's released to roll it. Okay. Now I have to re-stretch it without the paint cracking. Dang. Um, it shouldn't crack, yeah. but you know, I mean, I've never actually re-stretched a canvas of this size. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm not doing it, so hopefully they... I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing, yeah. but it kind of worries me a little wow. bit because this is like one of oh, my yeah. favorite pieces <laughs> that I did. And I remember in, I did it in I did it in college, but it's just it kind of ties together with the show. Mm -hmm. And I remember how people criticized that piece like royally because I was really inspired by um, German expressionism, and I still love German expressionism. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember my teachers were just oh they criticized me like crazy. Really? On it. Wow. Yeah. Because, was there criticism? There was. It was just very like it was sexual, it was dark, it was foreboding, it was just really controversial. Okay. For that, I guess for I don't know, because in art school they sometimes you have to do what they want for the for the grade. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Style. And then your style evolves. You learn the basics and then you can change the rules. I find that's how it works. Yeah. Um, but I was already changing the rules. <laughs> when I was there yeah. <laughs> so and they didn't like that at times especially in your BFA I'm sure as a undergrad yes. they want to teach you exactly before you can find your true before style. you can try your true style mm -hmm. yeah exactly so I was trying to bend too early so yeah but 
Do you, are you planning on framing your pieces or do you like it without the frame? I kind of like them without the frame. I, I am a no frame kind of girl. And frame is a <laughs> frame. Yeah. yeah, I don't like the frame. Is that on your bio? It should be. I want to add <laughs> No <it>. frame. <laughs> Um, but it's, yeah, no, it's just, it's easier to carry. It's easier. cheaper. It's too. cheaper. It's easier to carry. I, I like, I like the look of it. It's like more of a, that was not raw look, but more just, you know, it's not. Yeah. It's not boxed up. It's not boxed up. It's just. Color. It's just there. Free. It's free. Yeah. Exactly. It's free. Those hand motions. I know. <laughs> it's, it's what is that? Flying away. I'm the, you get I'm the <laughs> Jeez, it's free. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Um. So, because half of our podcast is trying to give um, uh, professional development advice for artists, when you're thinking about pricing, do you have a strategy at all, or do you wing it? Or at first. I was like, oh, I don't want to price too high. I don't want to price too low. But then, you know what? I, I had some good advice from someone who's been in the business for a very long time. They're like, you price what you know your art, you are worth as an artist. Mm-hmm. And that's how I price, really. I mean, how long I spent on it, how it's mean. You know, you do go by the size you should. If it's framed, if it's unframed, mm-hmm. if it's a drawing, if it's a painting, like there's a difference. Yeah. You know, um, but I think it's really like you can't price your. I mean, it's it's a hard question, right? It's so yeah. hard. <laughs> but I, I think it's like if you price too low, I find then then you'll be seen as a lower. It's kind of like with my starting my brand. When I put my brand out there, I have a, I, I know my product. I know it's great. I have good quality. It's a high end brand. I see my art the same, you know, I, I know I'm good at what I do. I love what I do. Um, people feel my passion in my pieces when they buy my work. So it's just, I kind of priced by that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. but there's, um, so we have Andrew on the show. Usually, yes. uh, when you have a like pencil drawing, it's, priced a lot less than an oil. Oh, really? So, um, that makes sense. Usually like oil paintings are priced the highest. Mm-hmm. I, there's like a hierarchy within art. Another hierarchy. Well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like watercolors okay. aren't as, um, highly priced as oils. And this is just kind of what, not the rules yeah. of art, but the pricing. Yeah. Okay. What has been the trend? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Did you see that? It was that uh, Netflix show Buzzsaw? Oh, oh we did. Oh, see that. Oh, see that? <laughs> <laughs> All the hierarchy about that with the oh, art yeah. puzzle, and yeah. I was just like, wow. <laughs> we that was actually our first episode. Yep. We talked about that. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that was amazing. I was yeah. like, this is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so no. interesting. So interesting. Did you like it? I did. See? Yeah. I did like it. I. I think all the other artists so far that we've had on did not like it. Yeah. No. And I was like, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I love horror movies. I've mm. always loved horror, but it was so interesting and different. That's what I liked about yeah. it. And it was just, you got horror, you got art, you got like this crazy dynamic. And, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. It was just really cool. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people didn't like how the art world was being portrayed, especially in the beginning, from my understanding. Yeah. But what we talked about was it just maybe hitting too close to home. 
I think it's hitting too close to yep. home. <laughs> I think I had a discussion with an art a friend of mine, an art critic, and mm-hmm. he was telling me that's pretty damn close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. And once, I guess, when you build a name, like the people in that, that were viewed, it's yeah. a totally different game, I think, altogether. For sure. Yeah. For everything. But, yeah. Have you been able, because I'm sure you don't have a whole lot of free time to, like, get into the art LA scene and go to openings and... I've been trying. I started now. Um, I did make a lot of friends through um, Disrupt, the owner of Disruptive mm-hmm. Canvas, um, Carlos is his name, and I met other artists through there, and I did go to some events, some poetry, some different kinds of art as well, mm-hmm. uh, photography. Um, I do try to go when I can, but it's been... It's difficult to split the time sometimes. Like uh, I can especially because they're because yeah. I live in like I live where I live. Mm-hmm. They're usually downtown. Yep. Yes. Or they're like in Hollywood or North Hollywood. It's like it's far away for me. Um, but I do enjoy to go see other works because everything inspires me. Mm-hmm. And to see other work, you know. All right. So we're we're good on time. I think it might be time for some news articles. Art news. Um, right. But before we do that. Can you share your Instagram? Yeah. Um, so if someone's trying to find your artwork, where they can find you? So you can find me at Johanna Stavrakaki Art on Instagram. Um, I am currently making a website <laughs> for my art. Awesome. It should be launching end of March, hopefully. That's what I'm working <laughs> on. Uh, but yeah, that for my art, that's where you'd find me. Perfect. Okay. Yes. Great. Art news. Art news. This is, this is all you today. It is all me. And I... Said that we were going to do art news, and now I have to bring up my <laughs> link. So we like to talk about things that are relevant to the art world, but people might just not stumble upon nice. in their day-to-day. I like that. Yeah. Um, so we also keep it a secret from one another so that we can get the real reactions. <laughs> and so she has been talking about this piece, or this news, to me for two weeks now. Okay. It's pretty exciting. And will not tell me what it's about. So... Nice. It should be And we've good. been waiting uh, for the right podcast episode yep. to for me to share it. So, awesome. um, a Swedish experimental project uh, wants to hire someone to do nothing for the rest of their lives. So, they, <laughs> <laughs> they basically got a grant, and they're putting all the grant money in God. a savings account, and it will accrue interest okay. enough so that they can pay this person... Um, and it's at a train station that they have to go to, and they have built, or they are building a section of the train station where they will, like, clock in and out, and they can do anything that they want. They can, like, watch Netflix, they can paint, they can sit there, they can even, as long as they, like, check in or clock in, they can then leave the facility as long as they come back to clock out. Um, and is it, like, a certain amount of hours a day, like a job? Yes. And their monthly salary is about $2,320. They get annual raises, benefits, vacation time. And um, if they ever want to stop doing it, they just rehire someone new to take their place. So they can go until they retire. Is this in Sweden? Yes. Um, It's... This is a great... This is great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's... Is this, it's an art piece? 
Yes, this wow. is their art piece. So they're a conceptual art team. So it's not them. They're hiring someone they're else. Hiring somebody. To do nothing for the rest of their lives. It's like... It's, I don't even know what to think. I, that's all. <laughs> I, you know what I'm surprised about? I'm surprised they actually got like a grant that was like... This that's, yeah, I was going to say, who would give a grant? I am, but I'm not at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, so how do you apply? Uh, so they don't have... You can't apply yet, but the job description is online. So we'll post that uh, for everyone. To, this is uh, fascinating. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should apply. I right, oh, like I'm not against it. And um, if, as an artist, if you could just like, that's kind of a nice little paycheck just to go <laughs> and like clock in, paint for eight hours, clock out clock and go. Out, yeah. No, I I. Would I don't hate it to do it. Yeah, I mean, can you go to the you can go to the bathroom? Can you run around? Like, I mean, you don't even have to stay there. The yeah. Right, you're stuck eight you hours. Go grab some Starbucks. Starbucks, come back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but would you get so bored? That's a long. Well, okay. So here's the thing about I, retirement. Like, I would get bored. You, you. If so, if you retired though, would you be bored in oh, retirement? Right. You would like come up with hobbies. So it would just be in a train station. A hobby that people pay you, but you can leave the train station. I think uh, there's got to be a certain amount of time they're gonna expect them to be there. Well, and I think a lot of it's not just gonna be stopping by them being observed by other people. Because that's the interesting part. Mm -hmm. Wow. How does that make you feel? Is it how? I'd like to turn this around. How does it make you feel in comparison to your um, vacation piece? Uh, it's very similar. It's very even similar. Even though I wasn't being paid to do it. So one <laughs> of, I, uh, grew up doing beauty pageants. Um, so a lot of my work has, um, elements of beauty pageants and the aesthetics of a pageant person. Um, so my performance piece, I entered the gallery and I had, uh, my pageant gear on. So like, I have a corset and my Spanx and I have a pageant dress and then I had hair that went down to my waist, all fake hair. And the idea was I took it all off, um, took off all my makeup, which I was always scared to do when I was doing pageants to have like the public see you without your face on. Took off my eyelashes and then changed into a onesie and then had a personal vacation in the gallery. So we brought in our couch that we have at home and I would like eat donuts and like watch Netflix and just it totally ignore everyone that was around me so yeah they were observing me in like probably the truest form of like me being at home and yeah. just vegging and hanging out I like that though that makes sense and that's really cool but I don't know this is <laughs> this is something like I feel like they're just bored someone mm-hmm. just got bored like hey yeah Let's try this. See what yeah. happens. See mm-hmm. which, how much money we can get out of people, and then let's go for it. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that's that's cool. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how or who they pick. Like, yeah. how do you apply yeah. for something yeah. right. like this? How do you apply for that? Yeah. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh? When do they plan on doing? Uh, doing so it? they're building it, and I think it's in like two years that it okay. will actually be start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. So we will keep the people posted. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And you said you went to Sweden, right? No, I haven't been to Sweden. Okay. No. 
no, I've been to, um, uh, oh my God, um, I lived in Italy and Spain and then UK and Greece. Mm-hmm. How's, uh, so I've, I've only been to Japan and Mexico and Canada. How's the art world there compared to the art world in LA? Is it where in, in like Italy? Italy, I saw a lot of older kind of art, like more Renaissance pieces, because mm-hmm. the Uffizi Gallery, all the galleries, or, you know, um, Rome. Um, I didn't go to many art galleries in Greece. I have, My family's there, and mm-hmm. I've been going since I was a baby. Oh, okay. So it's just like a, it's my other home, really, so I don't really venture as much as I should be. I usually... Spending time with family. Family, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spain, I saw a lot of more modern art. I saw, um, went to Madrid, saw the Modern Gallery in Madrid, which is amazing, Picasso, so it was more of a modern, I think Italy's more older, um, mm-hmm. old, older, I mean, what I saw, I was older art pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about your really very tattoo? Cool tattoo? <laughs> I keep looking at it, and I'm like, I need um, to ask her about this. Yeah, so I actually got it done here, um, there's an artist outside Laguna called uh, um, Alexi Veja mm-hmm. and he and I forgot the name of the studio now but um, it is a Bernini style angel mm-hmm. and she was holding a spear but I turned it into a paintbrush um, so it's my love of creating an art mm-hmm. and painting oh, it looks so cool. do you see I that as yourself like almost as a self-portrait or um, not really, uh, self-portrait. It's more of like a, I don't know, it's, it, it ties kind of my past into what I've, you know, cause it's Bernini's angel. So mm-hmm. that time in Italy was very important to me mm-hmm. developing. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's a love of art. And then I wear my, then this tattoo I got in Vegas with my best friend. We were not drunk. Um, <laughs> but I actually sketched out the heart, and then the artist freehanded it. Oh, wow. Oh, very cool. On our, wow. on our, we had the same tattoo, and mm-hmm. then I have her initials, and she has mine. So uh, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so that's kind of what it means. And <laughs> yeah, and the artist uh, combined it. This artist and Laguna combined it mm-hmm. together to make one tattoo. That's I great. I love it. So... Yeah, it's kind of like a guardian angel, I guess, in mm-hmm. ways too. I'm not, I'm not very religious. My family is; they're Greek Orthodox. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was young, I used to go to, you know, the church a lot, um, but not so much now. Uh, but that's kind of always part of my past. So mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to have that guardian angel, yeah. I guess, in my arm. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. It seems to really fit you too. Yeah, like, it does. After looking at Tied your art, your art yeah. and figures. Yeah. Um, so just last question, uh, and mainly because I'm curious, unless you have a question, Lisa, for her. But um, where do you see your goals with your artwork? Um, do you see more shows? Definitely. Yeah, I'm just kind of starting now with the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get my my it's my name my art kind of out there now i focused a lot on stenos and now i think it's time for this to grow more mm-hmm. here um i'm already having 
people interested. Actually, just from starting my, my Instagram page, I had people contact me randomly. It's so funny how social media can bring yeah, people to you. It's absolutely. really weird. I'm just like, wow, you're an art, you know, you, you, you want to buy this? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> it's just weird how that works. But um, yeah, I think it's just going to grow from here. I'm hoping mm-hmm. I'd like to exhibit in Europe. I'd like to have more shows. I want to produce a, a whole new body of work. Just keep growing as an artist. Because yeah. I think if you stop growing, then what's left if you mm-hmm. can't keep growing? You always should be evolving. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I, I'm a huge fan of your artwork. Yeah. I love, um, and this might sound awful, but a lot of women don't have that like punch sometimes in their work. Um, and you, your artwork definitely, like you're not afraid of color, you're not afraid of texture and like bringing that into the canvas to really say something Yeah. versus like be trying to say something but quietly. I feel yeah. like you don't worry about that at all. And no. maybe it has to do with your fitness background, like the strength that you know you have in your body can then work its way onto the canvas. I don't know. That's just my train of thought. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have I love like, your train of thought. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. I, I used to be really shy actually when I was a kid. Really? Really? Really shy. And I wouldn't, I, I, um, I had like a speech uh, oh, welcome to the yeah. party. Welcome, welcome and to the crew. crew and I get so nervous <laughs> yeah. that I couldn't get my words out when I would talk to people. And I think just through time and growing, and I had um, I had a learned disability as well as a kid, and that also played a part. So I had to do everything differently, mm-hmm. and I had to work harder certain things than others to make something happen. And I had that always that deter- resilient, determined kind of attitude about me, and. I think once I just came to LA and things just started coming together, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of, I'm tired of hiding what I want to say. I'm just going to say it out loud and it's going to be loud. You mm-hmm. know, it's going to be bold and be loud. And mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm at right now with my pieces. I think it's great. I love it. I yeah. Love that. Yeah. Definitely a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> and your show is coming up May 18th. May 18th. Yeah. Um, and is there a location? It's going to be in Beverly, close to Beverly Hills, okay. like Beverly uh, Drive okay. Okay. area. Um, I do have a location, but I forgot Exactly. That's okay. We'll share it <laughs> and we will share it yes. now and again as it approaches. Yes. And um, we'll come out to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Perfect. That'd be yeah. great. I love that. That'd be Absolutely. great. I'm excited. Yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for thank you. being on our podcast. Yeah. Thank you for having Episode me. Episode 13, I think. 12? Episode 12. 12. Yep. Getting ahead of myself here. Um, oh, and we have an announcement. So we're going to start doing an artist challenge for Lisa. Yeah. So, um, if you have things that you went through as an artist, or think it'd be funny for me to try, yeah. So my uh, <laughs> my thing that I added to Lisa's list is to have her take a nude uh, drawing class because that's always a great first experience for any art person. And then to have that drawing be critiqued, yes, by a group. Nice. I'm sure yeah. you've taken. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. many yeah. classes. Yes, <laughs> and we'll talk about uh, the experience as someone who's not in the art world. So, so if you have challenges for Lisa, let us know. You can DM yep. us on Instagram, on our Art World podcast page, or Twitter, or even reach uh, out to us um, th- through our website, which is theartworldpodcast.com. Dot com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.